Hey, what is up, everyone? My name is Tim Stoddard. This is Tim Stodd's FM. Thank you so much for joining me. I always like to start the episodes off with a thank you. Can't tell you how weird it is to uh, already be getting, you know, a, a thousand plus downloads a month on this podcast. I'm only uh, eight episodes in. I know a lot of that has to do with uh, with the audience that I've slowly developed over the last two years with uh, my email list and my blog. But regardless, uh, most podcasts, believe it or not, are around uh, are under 200 downloads a month. So I'm uh, I'm very flattered and grateful that uh, this this content has been received so well, and I'm grateful for the emails that I've got. Um, just a, a quick reminder to start this thing off. The best thing you can do to support this podcast, if you're enjoying uh, my message, if you're enjoying the content that I'm producing, is to subscribe on the iTunes. Please leave me a rating. Even if you hate my show, uh, leave an honest rating. I always like to get some feedback and, uh, and, and learn the best I can. So with all that being said, we're going to get started. We're going to jump right into it. Today, what I'm going to talk about is tips and advice that I have learned through my own personal experience on how to become a better salesperson. Before I even get started with these tips, I want to kind of caveat in that it is still my firm, firm belief that being able to sell is the most valuable skill set that exists in the marketplace and really just exists in and in, in, in being a human, uh, a lot of people, when they think of sales, they think of being coy, they think of being savvy and, um, you know, v- having, having like a, a rebuttal or a counter argument to, to anything that could be said. And, and in my experience, that's really not the case. Sales is, is a combination of, of a few key factors and none of which have anything to do with being manipulative I don't know how to say that word while I'm, I'm on the spot, manipulative or slick. Um, sales also transcends a lot further than business. And I think it's, it's important for people to understand that, that every day you're selling yourself in one capacity or another. If uh, there's a girl or, or a guy that yeah, you have a crush on and you know you want to try to get yourself a date with that person. You still have to sell yourself in a way. You have to you have to put your best foot forward and, and this person has to really want what it is that you're you're presenting. Um in in tiny little arguments. Let's say you're you're trying to convince a friend to do something. Um even though you're not necessarily trying to like exchange money for a product, you're still in a way selling yourself. So I like to think of sales as much bigger than just in a business context. I like to think of sales as a way to um, be able to adequately present your case and build trust so that you can form a, a mutually beneficial relationship in which you're, you're both getting something from whatever the, the particular scenario is. So obviously with this podcast, um, I'm going to be speaking a lot more in a business context. However, all of these skills and, um, and techniques that I'm going to show you guys transcend business. It, it really just has to do with, with being an outgoing person, being able to strike a conversation with a stranger, uh, being able to really listen to somebody and understand 
what it is that this person wants um, and maybe be able to solve some kind of problem that they have. So I'm going to get into this. This whole idea really started for me a couple days ago. I've, I've spoken and I've written about sales a lot. Um, I, I've, I've really touched on this topic a whole lot, but a couple days ago, I, I signed a pretty sizable contract for my marketing agency, Stazi, Stazi Media. Um, you can check out the website if you want, S-T-O-D-Z-Y, stazimedia.com. And this was a deal that, you know, essentially I've been working on for a year. Um, it was first the prospect, I guess we should say, because I don't want to, you know, put anybody's name on here. But this person uh, contacted me a little more than a year ago, and they were referred to me by a, a client that I still have till this day. And it, it took me a really, really long time. Um, there were a lot of other potential marketing avenues that this client thought about taking, you know, maybe had some good reason to take them. You know, for instance, uh, my marketing agency is a little bit more long-term. We're like an SEO, email, content marketing, branding, real audience building. And they were approached and uh, did some research for some other agencies that were a lot more advertising-based. And so advertising is good because there's a uh, much uh, faster return on it. But the problem, especially with digital advertising, is that there's always kind of changes in the prices. Um, sometimes uh, Google and Facebook can kind of change their rules and they can change what they allow to advertise on their platform. And that can happen very, very quickly. And if that does happen and you, you haven't built your brand, you're kind of screwed because you're, you're leaning on a, on a third party to essentially promote your product for you. So we went back and forth for a long time with, with this kind of... Um, I don't want to say argument, but she was presenting her case. I was presenting my case. There was a couple other people involved in their company. And the reason, and I can say this really honestly, the reason why it was me that closed this account, and I'm telling you, this was a really sizable account. This, this is going to have a big impact on my business. But the reason why was because I listened, was because I was honest with them, because I gave my honest opinion and I, I told them the pros and the cons for working with me and my approach and working with this other advertising agency. And ultimately, the reason why I closed this deal and why I'm going to be bringing in shit tons of revenue uh, through my business was because these people trusted me. So everything that I'm about to tell you has to do with building trust. It has to do with building a genuine relationship um, with with people that are are gonna you know give you their money, they're exchanging money for your ability to solve a problem for them. And in order to do that, the relationship has to be built on trust. So I'm gonna go over four kind of key points here, and um, I might jump around a little bit because anytime I talk about sales, I get a little bit excited and my brain starts racing. But without further ado, the first point that I want to talk about, which is really quintessential in being able to sell a product or a service, is just simply to know what the fuck you're talking about. Man, there's no better way 
to talk yourself out of a deal than just not knowing your product or your service. It, I see this happen a lot with, um, and this isn't always their fault. Sometimes, you know, people just get a new job and it takes them a little bit to learn about the, the product and maybe they're, they were hired from a company as a sales rep. And like, I understand that. But even with that being said, I'd never see an excuse for this. If, if I'm hired by a company as a sales rep, the first thing I'm doing is I'm staying up night after night after night and just completely understanding the product or the service. And I'm role playing and I'm going back and forth and back and forth in conversations in my head to try to, to, to try to see exactly what I'm selling from every angle and from every avenue. I know my business and my services and my products inside and out. I can tell you all the intricate details behind these services. I know what has worked for us. I know what some of the mistakes that we've made. I'm willing to share all that information because I I find that being transparent in my experience is the best way to convey to a potential client that that I've been through all of this before. So again, a lot of this comes with experience. The, the best way to really understand what it is that you're selling is to get out there and start selling it and to kind of get feedback and, and to learn from it. But knowing your shit isn't necessarily predicated on experience. There's a few things that you can do right from the get-go that's really gonna separate you from your competition and your competition might be other companies that you compete against. Your competition might even be other sales reps that work within the same company. When it comes to sales, there's always going to be winners and there's always going to be losers. So if you're, if you intend on being a winner, read about your industry every single day. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I read. I read articles on Copyblogger. I read articles on Moz, which is a, a website. I read about current events with Google and, and some changes that may be happening in the algorithms with Google and Facebook. I really need to stay on top of all of that so that I, I, th- so that I know my product and my service through and through. I find, I find other people in my industry and I talk to them and I build relationships with them and I, I shoot the shit with them and they ask me questions and I ask them questions. I, I take people out to, to dinner and I take people out to coffee and I make sure that I always pay because if I'm going to be the one picking someone else's brain, then I think it's on me to you know, kind of extend myself a little bit more and not expect any favors from anybody. But again, I can't, I can't hammer this last point enough the most important thing that you need to do is to get out of your comfort zone and to put yourself in situations where you could potentially look silly, you could potentially make a slip up, you know, you could potentially make a mistake in front of your peers or in front of, of a potential prospect. Sales are uncomfortable, especially if you're not used to, um, to the situation and just kind of the friction that can become that can bestow upon us in in sales situations so in order to get good at it you have to get out of your comfort zone and if you're not willing to be told no you're never going to get better at it all right my second tip is very simple is very practical and very very important 
You have to be likable. So smile. Be polite. Earn, earn people's respect. I hate when you see, you know, these fucking ridiculous movies with like these killer sales reps and these, you know, shark stockbrokers. Look, that might look cool on the screen, but I'm telling you in the real world, people do business with people that they like. It may seem trivial, but too many people waste time studying all these fucking nonsense sales tactics when all they need to do is work on their people skills. You know, I'll give you an example. Recently, I read about this sales tactic called the wraparound. So, you know, I I won't get into the whole thing, but pretty much what you do is you start the conversation with all these potential problems that your prospect might have. And then you let them speak about their problems. And then through the conversation, you sort of, you, you bring it all the way back around to the beginning where you've already addressed that the rebuttals that they have. So ideally, they just completely talk to themselves into a sale. And by the end of the conversation, they're, they're throwing their hands up in the air going like, oh my God, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to write you a check. And that's fucking retarded. The thing to do is have a conversation with somebody and listen to them. Listen for ways that you can add value to somebody else's life. Look, anytime somebody buys something, what they're doing is they're exchanging their money in return for a solution to a problem. So the best way to become the solution to a problem is to make yourself available. So you be friendly to people. You listen to them when they tell you about their families or or their weekend you develop an understanding and an appreciation for what makes that person tick and then you work on building the relationship it's like an it's an it's an easy method and it's so simple that people they screw it up because they get in their own way all you have to do is solve a problem for somebody and going out of your way to provide value in people's lives is really like the best way to build a network and to build a a sales relationship. All right, so tip number three. This one's a little bit more technical, but not really. And this is to become a good storyteller. I can get a little bit deep into this, and I'm, I'm going to refrain from doing that. But like telling stories is literally something that is embedded in our DNA. No, there's been all types of cool scientific studies. Um, I, I'm sure I can find some of them. I'll, I'll put them in the show, the show notes to, to this blog. But when, when people are telling a story, the attention that people... Um, give to the storyteller is really like is unlike anything else there's just something about a story that brings a character along a journey it typically is called the hero's journey that really just encaps encapsulates our attention and our imagination and people are just mag are drawn to it it's like a magnet so anytime i go into a, a new business relationship especially like a really new one where i may might just be meeting the person one thing that i like to do is i like to tell a story You know, sometimes I like to tell the story about our company in general and how Brian and I got started and and really how we built the company on, on our friendship and the team that we built. Um, 
people really enjoy that story. And a lot of times I think to myself that if I were on the other side of the table, I would be thinking like, yeah, that's a great story. I can really, I really can get behind what these guys are selling. So a story, it, it portrays conviction. It will engage your prospect on an emotional level. And in doing that, it conveys a message of good faith and hard work and determination. Um, you know, also, a story will break down some of the initial defenses that, you know, a potential client might have and could lighten the mood. When, when you go into a sales situation, like, people generally have their guard up a little bit because, I mean, just to be frank about it, like, I'm coming into that situation to take something from it. I'm, I'm looking to close a deal. I'm looking to build trust and a connection with them so that they give me something. And there's no wonder that somebody might have their defenses up with that. So if you get off by telling a story, you let somebody into what it is that makes you tick, it's going to put their guard down. I always enjoy doing that. I think it's just more enjoyable that way too, because I like to have conversations with people and not necessarily just get like straight to business. So practice your storytelling. If you have no idea what that means, simply Google the hero's journey. Um, basically 90% of the movies that you saw this year all follow the same exact like character arc from Star Wars to Avatar to Lord of the Rings and and any superhero movie, it's all pretty much the same exact storyline. Um, it's called The Hero's Journey. If you want to learn how to be a good storyteller, definitely learn about that. Um, learn about the the experience that that a character has to go through in, in order to kind of have the beginning and then the challenge and then, you know, meeting the person that changes their life and then some of the struggles and then the end. Um, it's, it's really cool. So that's definitely a cool suggestion for you. Tip number four, listen more than you speak. This one should be flashing in like huge red letters. By far, there's not even a second. The biggest mistake that people make when they're trying to sell is that they talk too damn much. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to how to pad this one. Like, shut up. Shut your mouth. There's no wonder this happens. Again, like, sales can be kind of a confrontational, maybe not confrontational, but there can be kind of friction in the air. And it can be really, really uncomfortable. And when there's silence, you know, it can be three seconds and it feels like it's forever. So people's natural instinct is to kind of talk, to fill that silence. And you don't want to do that. What you want to do is you want to let your prospect talk to you. Again, if there's a message behind this episode, it's that business is nothing except an exchange for money in exchange for solving a problem. So a lot of people think that when they go into sales situations that the person is looking for reasons to say no. And that's really not the case. The, your, your prospect is looking for reasons to say yes. They want to solve their problem. They want to find somebody 
that can solve whatever kind of problem it is that they have that they're that they're looking to pay for you need to listen to people to find out how you can most adequately solve that problem most of the time people are going to tell you exactly what it is that they need you just have to be patient and be methodical and actually listen to them i'm not talking about hearing them i'm talking about absorbing what it is they're saying what are the frustrations that they are that they're having what are the some of the reasons that they've found themselves in, in this particular problem are you the best fit and if not sometimes the best thing to do is to say that you're not and to point them in the right direction sometimes even i need to actively remind myself to stop talking you need to listen, be informative and easygoing and willing to work. But after you've said your piece, the best thing to do is keep your mouth shut. So I believe that the most important part of this episode and of sales is a deep understanding that if whatever it is that you're selling sucks, you're still going to fail. Great sales tactics are great. But ultimately, people talk to each other and, and the market itself is going to be the ultimate determining factor on whether you will succeed as a sales rep. So you can be the best sales rep in the world, but if what you're selling is bullshit, eventually people are going to find out about you and it's just not going to work. Word of mouth marketing can completely change can change your business, can change your life. If, if you build a good reputation in your product or your service is, um, if, if you're, you're backing up what it is that you're selling with action, then that's ultimately the holy grail. So sales are really important in the beginning of you know a new business venture and they're gonna continue to be important because there's always gonna be you know people who have never heard about you before. So like getting that message out and capitalizing on that to make sure that you actually get some money out of the situation is always <clears throat> excuse me is always important but the superpower really is backing up your promises with action there will always be a point where the rubber is going to meet the road and where your actions will match up against the promises that you've made and the expectations that people have. If you can exceed those expectations, your business is going to thrive. There's no doubt about that. Once you've actually closed a deal, the best, best, best thing you can do to close more deals is to do good work because all the cold calls in the world aren't going to add up to the value that happy customers will. Now, go out there and start selling some shit. Go out there and get out of your comfort zone. If there is um if there is a piece of literature that I would suggest, it's called you can't sell a bike at a seminar um it's I, I don't know if that's exactly the title of the book but it's called it's the sandler sales system s-a-n-d-l-e-r um 
this man Sandler, he created like an amazing sales approach and it's all about transparency and honesty. And exactly like I said, it's finding a customer's pain points, he calls it, and finding out exactly what it is, the problem that they have and how you can best solve it. I'm almost positive it's called, um, you, can't, you can't sell a bike or you can't ride a bike at a seminar. It's, it's called the Sandler sales system. So check that out. But most importantly, go out there and get it. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. Make some cold calls, ask some people out to coffee, get some suggestions, and just get out of yourself and start talking to people. Because the more people you talk to, the more relationships you're going to build, and the more, the more sales you're going to get, the more deals you're going to close. It's really that simple. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you take this advice and you put it to use. I think all of it is very practical and I think you can start using it right now. If you want um, some more tips on this, uh, there's a blog article on timstods.com. It's called Four Steps to Becoming a Better Salesperson. It kind of coincides with this podcast. Um, If you're a reader like me, then maybe this is something that you want to uh, check back on from time to time. Guys, once again, I just ask that you go to the iTunes and you subscribe and you leave me a rating. It's really the best thing that you can do. I really appreciate your attention. Thank you so much to everybody. Thank you so much for the emails and the Facebook messages that I get. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Have a good one.